And good morning, everybody. Welcome back to BXB, Bronx Baseball, the Yankees podcast from Odyssey, along with Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy. This is the ALCS preview edition because the Yankees took care of business in games four and five against Cleveland. Game five at home on Monday, and the Yankees made an early statement and won it. Keith, I come prepared. Here you go, baby. Three run homers, win <laughs> ball game. I don't care if they come in the first inning or the ninth inning, they win ball games, baby. Yeah, chicks dig the long ball. I've been saying it this whole postseason. I know you've been saying the three-run homer, and we got that from Stan in the first inning, and that changed everything. That changed any angst, any anxiety, any worry, any That's tightness. Cool. That's why they're so good, right? <laughs> because, yeah, you get that three-run start, and everybody is still piling into the stadium and filling into uh, to the stadium. I feel like maybe some people saw that home run and they were like, Hey, we should go to that game. That's going to be the, uh, I've been standing in line when it left the building. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's going to be the deciding game. So, um, it was great to see them get to Aaron Savali early. Uh, I mean, he, he's never pitched well against the Yankees and they came out determined. You could tell, and you could tell in the post game, the way they talked about it, they knew it's a do or die game at home. It got postponed today, whatever. Uh, got to go out there and get it done for our fans and advance to the ALCS. You know, what was a sign to me that I, I tweeted out this picture because it was a, it was interesting to me as I'm watching Savali warm up. OK, and I know you're not going to be able to see this very clear on here, but I'm going to try and get it to you. This is this is the first three guys in the lineup in the bottom of the first as Savali is warming up. They are all on the on deck circle. Yeah. Ready to swing. Helmets. Savages, so best, like ready to hunt. Torres, dogs, three hungry people. dogs. <laughs> yeah, three guys. I'm going. Wait a second. I don't think I've ever seen this before. You know, usually you got the guy who's up first, and then the guy who's on deck. Right. The three hole hitter is not sitting or waiting with the bat in his hand in the on deck circle. They were pumped and ready. And Stanton made an early statement. And listen, I mean, it's kind of been a running joke on post games for ten years, right? Three run homers. This is what you know. This is you know. I, I know people don't like this. Sell the game is gone, but I mean. Three-run homers mean something, man. And when you get one that early, think about this. Uh, after the judge home run made a four-zip, Keith, the Guardians loaded the bases. They had that threat in the third inning against Nestor Cortez, right? Uh, they got the sack fly from Ramirez. And then Gonzalez flew out, and it's four to one. That was the last time the Guardians brought the tying run to the plate. Yep. The Yankees are never in danger again. Just that one threat because they struck early, they struck big, and that allowed you to ride Nestor as far as you could because you got a lead. You weren't playing this tight 3-2 game where you're worried about a ball leaving the park in a bad matchup, uh, and you can dictate the bullpen matchups, which Cleveland wasn't able to because they kept chasing, and they don't hit home runs. So you strike early, four early against the team that really has trouble scoring. They need like 12 hits to score four runs. Well, you know, you do the math, Keith. I mean, as close to as you know, good as you can draw it up, it got drawn up and came to life. And I was pleased. Uh, I said on the radio last night that that Ramirez long foul ball, my my yeah. pole left my body. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately thought tie game. But uh <laughs> no, it was just a long strike and uh Nestor battled. And you know, how about Nestor, man? Nestor's story this year, uh, this guy. He just keeps adding to it. He knows who he is, and he competes, and that's who you want on the mound. They went from J-Mo to Nestor because they knew Nestor would be ready to compete. And then they went to the bullpen, and 
Now you're looking at this bullpen a little differently, right? You know, going into the ALDS, there was all these questions about this bullpen and how Boone would manage it and who would be the guy and closer by committee. It's not closer by committee. We we pretty much have a good idea of, you know, what Wandy's going to do, what Clay is going to do, what Loisey is going to do. And I'm interested to see what they're going to do with uh, the seven-game series and the ALCS and how many pitchers they're going to carry, who they're going to take off. We didn't see Lucas Lickie at all. We didn't yep. see Miguel Castro at all. Now Frankie Montas is in play. We'll we'll get to it at some point in the episode. Marinaccio is in play here too. Uh, Peralta, as much as he worked, is still very important in this series. Um, you're going to look at different spots in the lineup. Marinaccio with that changeup against some lefties, you know that might be a good spot right there too. Um, he if if he's ready to go, and it feels like he is. Um, you know, they're going to take a 13th pitcher for this series. Uh, the problem is offensively, they're still going to be searching for it a little bit. Uh, and I'll get into that a, a little bit more. But, you know, back to your original point about the bullpen. You're right. You know, they threw up five score, uh, six scoreless innings in games four and five. And they held Cleveland down. You know, we've talked about during the course of this series, it takes a lot of work for Cleveland to score runs, right? A lot of hits. They got to pile up a lot of hits to score runs. So the bullpen gets dented a little bit, but they don't really break. They bend, but they don't break because Cleveland does what it does. They put those little infield singles and flares in play, but the Yankees got big strikeouts when they needed them too, which I didn't expect because they don't have a lot of swing and miss guys, but they got some of them. They were cooked, Sweeney. Those boys had to sleep at the hotel. They were at the Best Western last night or two nights ago. They checked out of their hotel. They were scrambling around the city to find Hampton Inn, Howard Johnson, Econo Lodge, whatever was available. I had people knocking on my door. You know, I was like, "Hey, yeah, you got the, hey, you got an extra room, sweetie." Airbnb thing happening there. Um, listen, I, I mean. There's there's a lot of different things. Bottom line is that the Yankees pitched really well here, and I don't think that is understood enough because you held you know it seemed like there was always guys on base because they're getting a bunch of hits right but you held them to what 14 runs in the um in the five games it's because they didn't hit the ball out of the ballpark and the yankees did um you know just playing with the numbers a little bit here the, the you know the guardians got 44 hits in the five games but they got 15 of them in one game so if you take out game three they hit 212 against yankees pitching 212 um, and they scored what? That means they scored eight, nine, eight runs in the other four games. The Yankees pitched really well, and I think that's an important factor going into the next series to remember how well these guys pitched. Garrett Cole, got to give props to Garrett Cole. People were asking last night, who's the MVP of this series? Is it Garrett Cole or Harrison Bader? I think it's Cole. Yeah, you know the, the first the first win, the second win came behind Garrett Cole. He, uh, you know kind of changed the narrative on his whole Yankees tenure. Is he an ace? That's that's an ace performance in, uh, you know, two games in the DS, guys coming out of the bullpen. Uh, we already mentioned, you know, Wandy Loisega, Holmes. Uh, Jamison Tyone will get his shot coming up. Sevy will get another chance coming up. Sevy's another guy that, you know, was a little yeah. shaky to start, but he battled and settled in. And, man, the Yankees could have won this in four um, but you know, they did what they had to do in five. And now I, I'm really hoping that there's like momentum. We always talk about momentum, but I hope there is some momentum that carries from the Yankees winning 
Um, the Yankees popping champagne last night, seeing their fans mob the streets. Like you couldn't move out there. I yeah. took me took me twenty minutes to actually. Oh, get I know. Out there. I know. I had a little extra time. <laughs> yeah, to you couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> How funny was it? Sweetie? I wasn't allowed to leave. Rosenberg says, "Can you stretch this out a little bit longer?" Because <laughs> Keith's still no. on the train. I'm like, oh, Mon- Monday, <laughs> Monday, the parking deck is. A parking lot literally you can't yeah. get out of the parking deck so i give it some time to cool off i come back around 10 30 into the parking deck and i see sweeney pulling out and he didn't get very far see you later yeah i didn't get out of there until like i don't know 11 45 or 10 10 45 11 then the next day i um I, I sing frank that's all i wanted to do was go to the stadium yesterday win the game sing, sing frank but then it's a log jam getting out of the stadium it's a log jam in the great hall. And then when you step out, people aren't moving. People aren't running like they usually are. Hanging it's out like, party, huh? Yeah, it's just a mob of people with phones and chanting F Altuve and let's go yeah. Yankees. Uh, and mm, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan. You know, it's funny too, because there's a sign. There's a sign. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's when you walk in and by the Great Hall, I've seen it. It says, um, uh, something about uh, abusive language or certain, you know, foul language will not be permitted <laughs> inside a Yankee stadium. And I always want to write underneath it. It says, unless you attach Altuve's name to it, because then apparently it's fine. Like, and- Get ready for it. I talked about it last night on air. We yeah, both talked about, like, does that give them power? Does that help them out? You, it, you can't avoid it. Listen, I'm... <laughs> I'm the old guy with kids, right? So I'm sitting with young kids. So I'm sitting there saying, come on, man, can we do something better than this? Like the Josh Naylor stuff, Keith. I mean, that, oh, that was huge yesterday. That was great. Torres putting it right. I mean, orchestrated, choreographed, and putting it right back to them. That's, I mean, that was pretty impressive. And like, that was impressive. I, I loved it. I love that. That moment that Josh Naylor thought he had was premature. Yeah, uh, we yeah. talked about it on the last show. I thought it was disrespectful. I thought it crossed the line. I'm all for backflipping and that lead. type of stuff. They it's never just like, had the lead. It was misplaced and it was so choreographed and planned that we could tell, oh, if you hit a home run off of Garrett Cole, no matter what part of the game it was, that's what you're going to say. And also we learned that he had done that at other points in this year when he hits a home run off a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. I was listening to, to two guys, one Guardians fan, one Yankees fan there in front of me in the line. The Guardians fan was wearing a Lindor jersey. And he was trying to explain to him, like, Naylor, Naylor does that, bro. Naylor does that. He's been doing it all year. He hits home runs. He hits a lot of home runs, and he does that. And the guy was like, hey, take it easy. He's got, like, 12 home runs this year. He doesn't do that all the time. Yeah. We haven't seen it. And the guy was telling him, he's like, that is now the new who's your daddy. Like, yeah, yeah. X amount of years later, two decades later, uh, Pedro is like, thank you for prematurely calling Garrett Cole your son. And these young Yankees fans now have their who's your daddy moment. I was yeah. in there like, not the father. Yeah. <laughs> who's yeah. your daddy? Not uh-huh. the father. <laughs> yeah, they they set it up good. And like, you know, I, I mean, it's one thing if you'd, you know, if you'd done that, if you'd gotten the Gonzalez game winning hit, walking it off, right? That's a little bit different. I mean, the home run didn't give them the lead. And in fact, they never had the lead again, ever. After game, <laughs> that they, was they it. Four innings this entire series. This is the other thing, like you talked about. Like it was five games set. It was tough, but you know, the Yankees pretty much dominated this. They lost an extra innings game and they lost a miracle comeback game. Now, those yeah. count. I'm not saying you throw them back because those count, but you know, from a standpoint of how well they played, you know, yeah, there are certain issues, but I think they played really well. 
They were the better team. It was their series to lose. They didn't lose. They advanced. It took eight days. First time in history that we had the DS overlap the CS. And uh, it created a moment. I was listening to Salicata after I, I was on last night driving home, and he's like, these Yankees fans are celebrating like they won the World Series. No, bro. These Yankees fans are celebrating like we haven't had a moment like that in three years, a postseason win like that in three years. And even three years ago in 2019, when we had game two with the DD Grand Slam and, you know, we celebrated then it wasn't the same because it was just game two. We went and won that round out in Minnesota. We got to win this round at home. So people went out in the streets and please don't forget there, you know, in this three year gap, there was a whole pandemic where we were trapped inside and people couldn't be outside in big groups like that. So that played into it too. Uh, Someone asked me, I think it was Paulie asked me, he's like, you know, if the, give me a prediction on the Astros. If the, if, if they go on and lose this Astros series and get swept, are you disappointed? I'm like, no, I'm like being able to walk outside the stadium and see fans legitimately that happy. See people with tears in their eyes last night. Like the season is already a success to me. And I know Yankee seasons, we judge by World Series, but yeah. just well, being able to advance I'm and give people that. I'm going to disagree with you there because you've been, you've been here before. You've been to the ALCS. This Third is time now. Been, and you're trying the to play the beast right now, right? Okay. Lose to them. It's not a successful season. But I will tell you, you're asking the wrong people. Bitter Met fans like Sal and Pauly, they <laughs> thought the division was over three months ago, okay? And said it out loud, okay? Yeah. So don't go by anything what they're saying. But no, this is not a successful season until you beat the Astros. Now, World Series is something else, okay? And obviously, that's the big goal. Uh, for me, for me out. personally, I, I, that was a fulfilling moment last night, that it game. Won, but it's not going to be, you know, dude, we are going to be back here next week. And if it is, you know, and if it is not a Yankees victory in the ALCS, you are not going to be having no. that smile on your face saying that. No, it was- I won't be happy, but I also won't let these Mets fans try and set us up for some like epic totally. collapse yeah. or fail. Like this team hasn't already uh, achieved. They, they have, this is a Don't team that people on the TV and watch the Yankees. They have to. They have no choice. They have to watch Yankees fans celebrating. That's what they thought they were going to be doing this year. And, uh, you know, this Yankees team, people told me was going to be a third place team, a fourth place team. I heard fourth. Yes. Yankees fans killed this offseason. Yankees fans killed this deadline. Jordan Montgomery trade. Worst trade ever. What is Cashman doing? You don't give away pitching. Frankie Montas. What? We didn't get Luis Castillo. And, you know, obviously the IKF Donaldson trade. Um, I don't I don't know for me as a Yankees fan and all of the seasons that I've experienced and maybe it's because I'm in the media now I, I, I get to be on this podcast I get to be on WFAN MLB Network I, I have already been fulfilled this season I know there's more mm-hmm. I want more I want revenge but I like I'm not looking at this se- season as a failure if they lose to the Guardians in the first round a failure if they lose to the Astros in the ALCS it'll be the third time it'll be a heartbreaker but it's like these are the one and two seeds. These are the two best teams in the AL. This is what we were expecting all year. It was chalk. This 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 side of the bracket was chalk when the other side of the bracket was not. Yeah. This is the final four, and we talked about it. Baseball's built the NCAA tournament, right? So this is the final four, and you have one half that's chalk and one half that's upsets, and we'll see who advances here.